But once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swagging jacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. Frank. Oh, whoops. Here you go. <laughs> this from the Michael Jordan's Playground. Yes. I, I knew I thought it sounded familiar. What you know about that Michael Jordan's Playground? I believe it will you were the one that told me about it. Yes, it is from Michael Jordan. Well, actually a lot of songs from the NBA film slash NBA entertainment late eighties, early nineties. So it was on Michael Jordan's uh, playground, but it was on uh, other things too, like "Come Fly with Me" and other st- just stuff around that time when it was on. Remember, it was on video cassette. Now you can watch a lot of your favorites from the early '90s and late '80s on YouTube now. But we got David the Man of God Harris now here on the phone lines. He's talking about Euro. Why is it you said Euro 2020? Isn't it supposed to be Euro 2021? Well, it's, they still called it Euro 2020 because it was supposed to take place last yeah, year. Sure. But- you know, because everything shut down in the pandemic. So it was Euro 2020 played in Euro 2021. Okay, cool, 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 so. cool, cool. So, uh, uh, David, before we get into this, Frank was telling me some stuff here about your officiating. When do you start officiating? Uh, well, uh, well, August 7th, I'm going to be going to a clinic in Kalamazoo okay. with a couple guys from my officiating crew. They invited me to it, and I said... And since it was relatively inexpensive to go, I'm like, okay. And then I find out that there's going to be a lot of college officials there. I'll just kind of read off some names. Uh, we have no clue who these guys are. Well, these are well. There's like three guys that work in the Big Ten conference. Mm-hmm. So you're going up there to work on your craft. Good. Yeah. Well, there there is one guy who I, I I actually have met before. AJ Haddock. He works in the the uh, Missouri Valley Football Conference as a line of scrimmage official. He also does high school basketball in southeast Michigan. Also, shout out to Greg Saylor, who said hi to us over on the Facebook feed. But yeah, I, I'm glad you're going up there to work on your craft. Are you going to learn something from the college guys? I mean, what can you learn from a fishy? I mean, I understand I go to coaches' clinics, but what's up with a ref's clinic? Do they teach you certain moves or what? Well, I think they kind of they kind of tell you the best ways to... Handle Except stuff. bribes. Stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. I kid, I kid. Right, David? I kid. Okay, you know, how, how to run into a linebacker coming across the middle, you know. Get, get that <laughs> well, wide receiver just, you know, two extra yards. Well, well, uh, well David, I won't have to worry about that because I'm – well, because this season I'm actually working as a line judge. So oh, okay. I'm – so I don't have to really worry about that unless somebody's coming towards me. That's where you pretty much have to get the hell out of the way. Do they show you how to properly throw the flag, make sure you don't hit a player's eye, or how to throw the bean bag and all that? Eh, who knows? We'll find that out. I do. The other name I did see on this is Mark Ewell, who is the uh, head of the MHSA, is going to be in attendance. 
Now, this Michigan, like Ohio, Jordan Strack posted there's a huge shortage of officials. Oh, yeah. You better come down on down here to OSHA. Well, you might get, you, you might here, get paid. Well, here, here's, the, here's the thing, too. I mean, the shortage of officials is pretty much everywhere. I mean, right. I've, mm-hmm. I've heard everyone say it. We're, we're in a crisis right now, so we need guys. Well, really, to be honest with you, almost in, in the real world, every every establishment that, that is here needs needs help. There's Everyone's need hiring signs, but it's definitely a shortage in refereeing. Yeah. Why is that, do you think? Well, I actually, I actually talked to... Couple of friends from Ohio the other day, and one of them, the, one of them actually is umpired baseball. He says that it seems like there's a lot of politicking in Ohio, where the new guys get in and they're like, "Oh, we're going to send you all the way out." If like if you get in uh, Northwest Ohio, they send you all the way out to to do games in Montpelier or mm-hmm. some faraway places, which is kind of like you know what. I don't know if I can do that, especially since I work in Romulus half the week. Mm-hmm. That's gonna, and that's already bad enough of a hike. I had to go into Arbiter and adjust my travel limits for first part of the week, mm-hmm. at least for baseball season, because I there was one time I got sent all the way out to had to drive eighty miles to Morency to do a baseball game. Morency, Michigan. Yeah, that's eighty miles from Romulus. Oh, wow. Yeah, I should have, but of course, again, I probably should have said that, but I took care of that too. Right. But course, you're trying to get that pay, though. Uh, well, of course, it was listed as a double header, but it ended up just being a single game, and I still got paid for a double. Good, good, good. That's how you cheat that system. Uh, no, I didn't. But hey, they they pretty much have to, to, they have a way to, they still have to stick to paying you for what you were assigned for. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So I, I was just wondering why it was such a shortage, but now. You know, I talk about and officiating. Oh, keep going. And the other thing too is, is Ohio. I mean, I, I'm not, tr- and I'm not trying to throw anybody you know who officiates in Ohio under the bus because I know my share of Ohio officials, and I have a ton of respect for them. Mm-hmm. There seems to be a lot of a good old boy system. <laughs> what do you? <laughs> uh, it's basically, it's like the. Like you're not, you don't really get like good stuff. You don't really get like a lot of good stuff unless you get on a crew now. There's two. There's two sides of that coin. One, I believe, yeah, you do have to kind of pay your dues a little bit and work your way up. I've had to do that in Michigan. I got, I got back into this in 2015, and I had to start out doing middle school games. I didn't get, I didn't get my first high school contest until 2016, and that was JV ball. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, just you like got- with coaching, you probably start out with grade school and then you move your way up. Now, some people obviously. If you know, it's all about who you know nowadays. You know, who you know gets you in the door. What you know gives you a career, as I always tell people. But you're right. And, and I won't say any names either, but it is kind of a good old boy uh, uh, kind of a thing because there have been guys that I know who for years were refereeing really quality varsity refs. And then there was guys that kind of had a name probably former players or, or knew somebody or had a connection where they came in long after these guys have been referees and next thing you know after a year or two they're doing regional finals and some are even getting time to do a state semifinal game it's like well, wait whoa, whoa, whoa. and i understand some referees they can offer and the referee could say no 
but it makes you wonder, like, well, wait a minute, this guy's been in the game less than you, and how are they doing really important state tournament games, and they only are just giving you the local stuff. So you are right. There are There is a kind of a good old boy system here in Ohio. Yeah, and I know. I know people say, well, they get tired of just doing, like, middle school stuff for three to five years. Now, well, yeah. I mean, look, my, in, my, in my case, I kind of had to do that. However, my I'm a little bit different because I got – because, I mean, my path has kind of took a little bit of a detour with my time, obviously, at Dundee being on the sideline. I wasn't really able to get into doing varsity games. I mean, I'd still – I would still officiate middle school games because obviously they need guys, and I would get some JV action here and there too. Yeah, but as a varsity, especially me, you know, I'm a var- assistant varsity coach. I want the best of the best on our games, you know. And and I'll be honest with you, I don't know about Michigan, but I will say in Ohio, there's a big difference between the freshman JV refs and a and a varsity referee. And there there there's some bad referees at the lower levels, and and they're bad. But some of them don't try. But when you're on varsity, obviously the speed of the game, you know how it is. It's the speed of the game. Um, you got to you know keep up with the talent. So I totally understand. If you're not that great of a ref and varsity, you know, you can't keep up with the speed. You're going to be at the lower level. So I understand guys starting off. I, but I do think, though, this, if you can prove that, okay, he can do JV, He's a little advanced. Move him up. Now, I don't mean you just sit there and rot. You know, that's the problem. But like I said, in Ohio, they do have it where, you know, you start out with those games. But sometimes they have guys that are really good that have proven themselves. They keep them there. And I think that's why a lot of guys quit is because they get frustrated. You're right. The good old boy system. But but the, the other side of that, too, is you got to be willing to put the work in to get better. True. I mean, because, hey, there was times where I'd be spending my Saturdays doing youth football. Yeah. I mean, I did I mean, I didn't. And kind of, I mean, I'll just go back to what Dan Jeffrey said when we had him on. Mm-hmm. I don't do this just to to make money. I mean, look, that's all. That's all well and good stuff. I do this so ki- I do this so kids can play and have a memorable experience doing so. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really the reason why I stuck. I stuck with doing middle school games when I was on the staff at Dundee. There was guys down in Louisville. There was a guy. He said he did fifty games over a week span down there. He got down there on Monday. When I got down there, the dude, because I had seen the dudes all week, he said, yeah, I've been down here since Monday. I said, well, how many games you didn't done? He said, I didn't done 60 games. Because basically what they did was they were scheduled to do eight to nine games a day. Ooh. But you stayed on one court, but you did eight to nine games a day at the, because it was so many games. And think about it, there is a shortage. Now, they were getting, they were getting officials. I met guys all the way from Alabama, a couple from Missouri, Obviously, Kentucky, there was guys from Indiana, and there was some guys from Ohio. There was a one dude from Toledo, actually, that came all the way down to Louisville and did a few games. But there was some guys down there that was like, you know, yeah, this week I took a week off from my job for a vacation, and I came down here to run for roses, and I'm doing balling under one roof. They stayed from Monday to Sunday, and they he said he did about 60 games. So he did Yeesh. about seven to eight games. Now, he said his feet were hurting, but he said it was worth the money. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, this this coming football season, pending some changes, I'm in line to do basically 40 games for this. This is football season, which is the most I'll have done. That that's going to include scrimmages that I'm doing, middle school doubleheaders, because those game you basically have the seventh grade game and then the eighth grade game right after, mm-hmm. and then I've got all my freshman JV action in the southeastern conference that I have from one assigner. 
And then I've got my varsity action, which I've kind of get, which I've got from a couple different guys. Actually, three to be exact. So I mean, I'm getting. I was. I mean, I was talking with uh, my with one assigner, Mark Max, and then the other night, and I was we we're just kind of talking. And I said, "Hey, uh, what's the most assigners uh, one can have in a season? Because I've I've obviously got five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, of course, cup." Couple of them I've I've never met in person. One of them I will meet when I go to Kalamazoo. That's Todd Gooding because mm-hmm. he because he actually assigns for the Cascades Conference, which is in like uh, Western Washington, <coughs> excuse me, Western Washtenaw County and also Jackson County. The Cascade Conference. Yes, that's that's like dish soap. <laughs> eh, not real. Oh. I've never heard of that conference. Well, it's. It's in like the southern part. It's kind of one of the southeastern, south central parts of Michigan. I'm going to see if I can pull up one of their schools. Those here. Give me. A, it's going to take a look. Well, while you're doing that, David, what do you? Would you ever officiate, David? Yeah, maybe I could officiate uh, if I had to. Maybe a football game, but that's probably about the extent. I'd rather be I'd rather be on the sidelines coaching than on the <laughs> sidelines I, I, I tell people that all the time. I said, "Well, referees and coaches are the same. You can't win. Nobody's going to like what you do. Nobody, nobody's going to like your call. Nobody's going to like your decisions. I mean, it, it is. It's it's, it's a no win situation. And you know, I think part of it is though too that people just razz on the refs, and you know, people get tired of it. You know, and these are guys that are accountants that have their regular jobs. They're coming back to give back to the community, and then you have some jerk who's at a game and more times than not i'm pretty sure they've been kicking back a few of grandpa's cough medicine in the parking lot before they get into the game and then they want to razz the ref like it's a professional uh, sporting event and it's not and and i think that's where a lot of people say that a lot of referees are just like you know what i'm done with this i'm not doing this anymore yeah well i mean you do have to have a thick skin to do it who it but how, to what gonna, extent though i mean i mean I, if, it, if it gets the if being look if it there's a lot of times where people say they don't Hey, come on, ref! That, that was this happened. That stuff I'm gonna. I'm generally gonna ignore that. But if I mean, if it gets to the point where they're screaming profanity at me, he and question and openly insulting my integrity or my crew's integrity, that's where I'm gonna intervene and say, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not gonna fly here. I've seen that at an AAU game this year. I saw guys that were literally razzing a referee. They didn't know what they were talking about. Their AAU team was trash bucket and they and literally after the shock but after the game though they went to the referee and had some choice words with the guy and i'm thinking Mm. to myself your team's not really that good you don't know what you're talking about yeah they 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 wanted everything to go their way and get the call and they're like come on raf but you could kind of tell some i think a couple of these guys had had a couple you know, at lunch, you know, went over to the local applebee's and drank a couple of the cocktails because they they were (laughs) they they were saying stupid stuff so let me guess, they decided to hit the Henny a la J.R. Smith. Oh, yeah. Actually, I went to a tournament, believe this, in Columbus. My, the, I don't know if I – did I ever tell you guys what happened in Columbus? I don't think you did. We were in a, This was not at the facility we were at. This was actually at the 15U facility. So 16U, 17U was at the mall on Memorial Day weekend, a hoop, prep hoops tournament. And then um, the, 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 they were at the Ben McDonald Fieldhouse, which I've been to for PGC um, Clinic. And this referee, this coach, was razzing this referee, 
Uh, the referee had the ball in his hand one time, and the and the coach came from behind and knocked it out of his hand, so he gave him a tech, whatever, whatever. And the guy was just being a total jerk. So after the game was over, the the coach, I guess, went up there to say have him some more choice words because his team had lost, and the referee decked the man. Oh, literally punched him, and the guy wobbled to the floor. And some people applauded it because the coach was being a straight jerk to a lot of the kids. He was he was cussing at the, the kids on the other side, on the other team. He was kind of being a little disrespectful to the opposing coach, and he was being disrespectful to the ref. And I guess he thought he was going to bully this ref after the game, and he walked up on the ref with the ref's back turned. So obviously yeah, okay. you, don't, you don't know what people have gone through. So they said it looked yeah. like the guy just had a reaction where he didn't know what the guy was going to do. So when he turned around, it, it was just his instinct to just go and deck the guy, and he decked him. Well, because because there's got there's guys who I officiate with who are who are police officers. Um, I mean, on my on my football crew, there's I mean, I can two two of our guys are have served in the military, right? He, I know one our our crew chief is a canine is a canine officer in Lenawee County. Mm. So I mean, you. You get guys who have uh, got like a police or military background. You don't mess with them. No, you don't. But th- this guy obviously got got a whooping. So obviously we went off a little ta- off topic. So yeah, take a but quick kinda, commercial break. Yeah. Final thoughts. We gotta get to David's topic of the Euro twenty twenty. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, but I mean, my se- my seventh season has gotten me on a varsity crew, and Good. it's gonna. I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, especially having guys to work with. You can I mean, you kind of have that that brotherhood with them. And it's like, yeah, you know, this is what this is what we do. We're here. We're not. We're here so the kids can play the game, aim and play fairly, and have a memorable experience doing so. I mean, we're. I mean, I can say we have. We have. I mean, our varsity games. We've got a couple. Of, we've got Huron League, Tri County. Cascades. I mean, the for sub for sub varsity, like freshman JV. That's in the all in the southeastern conference. Hmm. And we've actually got we got. Some, I mean, I won't say like where we're going to be at on various weeks. I do know. Yeah, so they can stalk you and rash <laughs> you. Right, right. I know because uh, let's just say I've had I've had to already tell Chris Schultz from Friday Night Victors. Okay, here's games I'm working as an official. Do not ask me to make a pick. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't want you. Yeah, to I'm going. Yet. I'm enacting what I call the Kirk Herb Street rule. Right. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. We kind of went off subject there, talking about officiating. What a good subject though. Coming up next, David will get in his Euro 2020 and racism in soccer. This is a, an interesting story, but it, it, stuff is all over the world. It, it just just how it is. Sometimes we'll be back after this. Make sure you listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and. We always have our live feed on our AFR Sports Show Facebook page. We'll be back after this.